on arrive. Yep. <rire> So, a very good evening and welcome along. Uh, Marty's sitting there already. Uh, where's all the bottles tonight, Marty? Where are See, they all? Now, you were up yesterday. Very uh, nice of you. You bought me my lunch and all. Then I took you around the forest, nearly killed you. What went up that hill? <laughs> <laughs> so, you said to me yesterday, I don't know what you're going to say. You can't just slag off all these whiskey. Bottles, the distributor, the, the stallions and distributors, and all that. Well, I'm not going to. Well, I might a bit later on. But tonight's topic is bad whiskey. Okay. Now, what do I mean by bad whiskey? Hmm? I, I have no idea. Uh, I mean, it, one that just isn't quite right. It doesn't. It doesn't make the grade. It doesn't make the cut. Or, or what what do you mean by bad whiskey? Well, what I mean is it's it's whiskey that has off notes in it. Now there's there's other bad whiskey. Basically, whiskey that you don't like is one thing, but there's also whiskey that is just bad. Okay, um, for various reasons, and I'll tell you. I'll hopefully fill in a bit more about that. Now, see the thing is. You have to remember, whiskey's a foodstuff. Whiskey is the same as any other consumable product, and it uses natural ingredients. But, 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 it, but it's alcohol, Marty. Yeah. But the thing is, when you have... Um, I'll take, for example, the very first thing you use, barley, or a cereal, whatever cereal you're going to use, Okay. When you do that, you can have disease on the barley. Now, that will mostly come from having too high a moisture content or not being stored properly, not being dried out well enough. You know, if barley gets wet, it gets mould on it. So then it can't be used because it, it's filed. And you'll have all of those sort of file notes I'll transport all the way through the distillation process. Uh, it may even uh, one thing it may do is it'll destroy the sugars. The mold will eat the sugars in the barley and make it so that it can't actually be turned into uh, in, into a spirit. Now that's a, that's a key thing. Um, when grain appears to uh, a distillery, it'll have to have um, inspection that'll have to be checked you know it has to have visual inspections it'll have a magnet running over it in case there's in case there's things going into it that um that, that transfer over into may cause damage to the machines and the equipment or it may go through all the way through to to the actual taste and effect the flavor compounds that you're wanting at the end so all of this is very important at the start so all of the ingredients have to be checked so when you see water, uh, you know, Speyside in Scotland, and you've all these distilleries at Speyside in Scotland, you have to be very they have to be very careful of what way the water's treated. For example, if you take surface water, so out of a lake or, a, or a, a river or something, you're going to have a very high microbial amount in that. You're going to have lots of microbes. 
that you have to get rid of because if they go into the fermentation, they'll spoil the taste of it. Now, you're trying to make a repeatable um, spirit all the time, and you'll have various different amounts that you use in the, in the manufacturing and the product. So you'll have different amounts. If you just use wild water, if you like, you have a real problem there. So it has to be treated. Now, you can use groundwater, which will be filtered down through the soil, and it'll have a lower um, like, amount of bacteria and, and stuff in it. So it's probably much clearer and better, but people can't see it. And there's probably, in some places, there's probably a limited amount of it. So you can't, you could, if you build a multi-million pound distillery and are using an aquifer in below, unless you're certain how much water is there, you know, it takes a long time to replace water out of an aquifer. So you have all that problem. So, so how, do, how does somebody uh, like uh, Johnny Walker that has, you know, like two, three times as much production as everyone else, how, how, how do they obtain all the water then? A lot of them use a municipal supply. Right. Yes. So that's, that, that's I mean, that's guaranteed uh, quality then, basically, isn't it? It is. Justin, you're very echoey tonight, my friend. There's not a lot of echo tonight at all. No, I'm, I'm getting it. I don't know if everybody else is. Don't think so tonight. Nobody's complaining. Let us know what, what the picture quality is tonight. No, def, definitely, definitely no. No, no uh, not that I can hear it. Yeah, but there you go. I can live with it as long as everybody is watching it's fine. Um, <laughs> one thing I will just say, guys, we've started the new YouTube channel. If you want to see any of these or you want to see the whiskey reviews and stuff, we'll put the link on at the very end of it. Go over it and subscribe. And uh, the, the person who reaches the 100th um, subscriber, I'll give, them some, I'll give them a miniature of something a bit special, okay? So I need 100. So we get lots of people watching this. We just need more people to sign up to the YouTube channel. Okay. Well, well yes. I mean, obviously, because it's easier to find it there, Marty. But but Irish whiskey review to get that title, we need a hundred subscribers, basically. Uh, so we, we need you to subscribe. It's at seventy five now. So there's there's twenty six of you watching at this very second. So uh, go if you all went there now and did it. One of you is watching would be the hundredth person. Now, I know some people are already uh, <laughs> subscribed. Well. You could do the unsubscribe and resubscribe thing if you want to be 100, but then you never know. You might miss out. Uh, there's 27 people watching tonight, so somebody's going to be at the 101th Dalmatian tonight. <laughs> so, so Marty, uh, listen, we, we've been contacted by friends of ours. Uh, this guy, uh, three blokes, a ball and a board, has, has been in touch with us. And, uh, well, he likes the show, and, and he wants you to like his show as well. And I think this is a way forward. We we can have these sort of little community of people. If anybody watching this likes rugby, and um, he's he's based in Ireland, so the rugby um he has his groups that he does. He does interviews of Ulster rugby, Munster, Munster, Leinster, etc. So he does this. Um, so we'll put that link up at the end as well. Or do you have a, do you have a graphic? Do you? 
I, I, I have a graphic. I'll, th I'll throw, I'll throw it up now, Marty. If you want to have a look at this, three blokes in a bottle, and then we'll, we'll give everybody a mention that's watching tonight because loads and loads and loads of people are in tonight. Uh, so I will share his screen uh, so that you can uh, see uh, what uh, three blokes and a ball and a board uh, looks like. Uh, so it's coming up on screen uh, now. Here it comes. There it is. And that's what it actually looks like. So uh, three books, uh, a, a ball and a board. Uh, check it out there, as simple as that. So uh, let me see. Some of the people watching tonight, Marty, we better run through this. We're, we're doing basically, um, we're, we're basically doing something I thought would never do, a show about bad whiskey. Mm. It's, a, it's a very, very naughty drink. <laughs> People are laughing at uh, subscribing and unsubscribing here. Uh, there's James from last week saying, I will be unsubscribing and resubscribe re at 98. <laughs> to hope he gets it. Um, we're very hard to find. You'll need to go on YouTube and Google my name or Marty's name or uh, Irish Whiskey Review. You will eventually find it uh, with a sort of similar logo top right here, Irish Whiskey Review on the screen, and you will eventually find it. Uh, let me see Conor Rand saying sound and picture good tonight. Sorry. There you go. That echo away with me, so I don't know. It's just but me. There you go, Mark Kerr saying there's a little echo. Yeah, but that, that echo is just a, you, because you're in the corner of a room. People think that's a set behind you. It's a green screen, but it's actually real. It's actually real. Uh, Trevor Watson saying hi. Uh, good evening uh, from uh, from Mana. Must live down there permanently. Uh, there's Julie saying evening, morning, and Justin. Yes, Julie. Uh, thank you for your good wishes. Patrick mm -hmm. saying good evening. Uh, and <laughs> Michael Matthews is saying uh, that this has to be said. Uh, this has to be seen to be believed. Uh, do you mean proper bad? Yeah, like nasty. No, possibly. I know. I know what that man's getting at, and it may make a, an appearance. It may make a reference to this later on. Don't panic, okay? Don't panic. So we'll get back to what we're talking about. About basically contamination in whiskey, and this is from a distiller's point of view. Everywhere along the sort of process, there's a risk of contamination. And as I say. The problem with whiskey is it ages and it has all of this. People think, oh, well, it's, it's, it's alcohol, so it's like hand sanitizer. You know, it kills off all known germs, um, including COVID-19. <laughs> 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 anyway. But the thing is, what happens is it may kill the, the, the microbes in the cask, and we'll get you that in a wee minute, but it has created these chemicals that when it's being distilled, go into the cask and can have an, an effect over a very, very long period of time. Now, when it goes in for fermentation, it has to be done at a certain temperature. If it's too hot, you will basically kill off the yeast. Um, if it's done for too long, a lot of the bacteria that's there can, can actually reproduce and make really bad, really... <clears throat> See, this is this is the problem. It's a very delicate balancing act. You have, when it's fermenting, certain bacteria that's always going to be there. It, it just you can't get rid of them unless you unless you boil it, and then that'll kill the yeasts and all that kind of stuff. And certain of these bacteria give off or create flavor compounds that, that in small doses you probably want. But in high doses, you really don't. 
So I'll give you an example. Um, there's a, a chemical that can be produced called uh, isotel, right? Now, in high quantities, it's carcinogenic. In certain, it's actually used as a flavoring in very low quantities, and it gives a sort of buttery, yogurt, popcorn-y flavor. The problem sounds, is... Sounds lovely, Marty. Sounds okay. But if it's in your whiskey, if it goes to a high enough level, it then becomes carcinogenic, and that's not good, Justin. That's not good. Thing. No, I, I think the the, the uh, Food and Drug Agency and the Public Health Agency would have something to say about that. They would. But it has a, a flavor that's used as a flavoring. It's just in very low quantities, but it can be created in the fermentation. Another one is... Uh, lactic acid bacteria okay in small quantities it gives off um sort of fruity apple notes which you which you might want you know this i'm not i'm not telling you what's in this glass but this is very estuary it's got very sort of light apple green notes on it okay but if you put in too much it then becomes it becomes cloudy it becomes um you get all these a whole range of very sort of putrid smells and tastes which you really one so you have this sort of balancing act you want the alcohol you probably want your congeners you do want your congeners you want your, your flavor compounds but you don't want them out of balance so if they do go out of balance you'll end up with a bad whiskey and there's really not a big lot you can do about that once it's sort of gone well it's kind of spoiled and it's like steel loaf or, or you know mold and a loaf you have to just throw it out so yeah, it's a very very precise sort of growing techniques have to be used and, and it has to be everything has to be spotless because it's a food environment everything has to be cleaned down so the wort you know the beer that's made during the fermentation or after the fermentation some people keep the husks and stuff in that you know they keep lots of that well every time you've got a surface and you'll know this yourself if you have a surface, you have heat, food, and water, it's a perfect place to grow bacteria. So all of this has to be cleaned out, it has to be spotlessly cleaned, it has to be. You can use chemicals to do it, but you have to use chemicals that are not going to spoil it in the other way. So you see what I mean about this really, really precise, almost like a bakery, um, to, to end up with your final product. So anywhere along that stage, you could end up with file notes that are not going to be what anybody anybody really wants to drink in high enough quantities okay so that's making it it, it sounds like an awful lot can go wrong when you're making whiskey and, and it's not really anybody's fault marty uh, that's what it sounds like to me uh people are getting nervous tonight they're very nervous okay here's why they're getting nervous <laughs> J.P. Rorden is saying, evening lads, will there be brands mentioned tonight? We're going to mention one brand. Can I hit the button? Let we're me hit to, the button. We're going to mention a few tonight, Justin. Can we, can we mention one? I'm going no. to mention one. Now, no. now, they're from Holland, and they might come after us. All right? But like us, we'll... Uh... <laughs> there's, there's Mark Kerr. Had a bottle of Dutch whiskey that was foul... Frisk Hinder aged in red wine barrels. I hope I've said that right, Dutch people. <laughs> I have a friend who also he, he, uh, 
I was telling him I was going to do bad whiskey tonight, and he says, oh, well, that's just your opinion. And I says, everything's just my opinion unless it's, a, you know, a demonstrable fact. And he says, you know, you can't say that about that. And I says, I can say whatever I like. If it's <laughs> and he pointed to a red wine aged whiskey and said, oh, but that there is bloody awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know. It's it's a strange it's a strange one. Uh, so remember tonight, if you would like to uh, get involved, remember uh, go to uh, Irish Whiskey Review on Facebook or Irish Whiskey Review if you can find it on YouTube because we're streaming live on YouTube as well now. And uh, you can comment, like, and share there. Hit subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, and you won't never miss another show again, even if we do it at a different time. But we're we're always going to do it uh, for the foreseeable future until one of us wins the lottery uh, Saturday night at 10 p.m. So uh, that's the best way to do it. So get involved, comment, like, and share. Um, mm -hmm. We can put your comments on screen because I'm sure a lot of you will have a lot to say about bad whiskey, that very naughty drink. Yeah. So we've now done, we've now made our whiskey. We've distilled it and we've made sure that there's no bacteria growing on anything. And it's made its way through and it's running out the, 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 the spirit safe. You know, it's running clear and it goes into a cask, okay? Now, casks are a natural product, okay? So, the same as everything else, there's a risk. Now, probably the, well, it's probably the most famous, probably the best-selling uh, whiskey author in the world, Jim Murray. He brings out the Whiskey Bible every year. He has started over the last... Well, the last period of period of time, giving off about sherry casks. It used to be, and probably still goes on in certain places, that sherry casks, once you've dispensed of the sherry, they're wet, okay? Now, they dry out a little bit. Mm -hmm. the, reason okay. they, the reason they age at the minute is because the, the, the sherry has dried into the cask, into the staves, the whiskey goes in and imparts those flavours. But you've got sort of sugar there you've got lots of sweet substances that many little microbes like to munch on so in order to kill the microbes what they used to do was and as i say they probably still do in, in plenty of the the, the the sherry warehouses and stuff the sherry bodegas and whatnot is use sulfur candles do you know the ones they use in uh, in the greenhouses and garden centers i do indeed these things yes that kills it's the same, it's exactly the same as what happens in the greenhouses. Now, again, it gets quite complicated at this point. Some people say, I can taste the sulfur, I can taste it coming through, it's horrid, it's got a, a, that rancidy taste, and so on. Other people, on the other hand, is this like when I say I can taste the washing up liquid from the dishwasher in the plastic plates? Is, is this is this like like you know? It's exactly the same. Now, some of these um, some of these chemicals, well, they can be tasted all the way down to like parts per billion. Some people, it's a bit like coriander. Some people just cannot eat coriander because they think it tastes like soap. Other people. I love coriander. I think it's lovely and fresh, and it's really nice in a, in a homemade curry, which I've made you before. But, you know, some people just can't have it, and they detect it at very small levels. So this was used to basically 
kill bacteria in sherry casks. But this, for some people, just absolutely ruins a whiskey for people. Other people, just they don't mind it. Other people actually quite like the taste of it. But I, on my tasting sheet on the ulsterwhiskey.com web page, there's a, a section for sulfur, basically. And I had a friend say to me one time when he's looking at the sheet, he says, sulfur doesn't sound very nice. And I said, yeah, no, <laughs> there's lots of stuff that people don't like to taste of. <laughs> and he was quite surprised by that. He says, where does that come from? There's a few, there, there, there's other sort of aspects to all of that as well. You know, sulfury compounds can come in earlier on and, you know, through the grain and all that kind of stuff. So you have this, again, something that people would just say, that's bad, it's rancid, it's not, doesn't taste well. Other people may go, it tastes quite nice, it's good. So some people have actually said that sherry cask whiskies now, because there's an awful lot less sulfur used in, in casks, aren't as good as they used to be. <laughs> you know? Right. So, okay. So there's people that don't know that they like the taste, and there's others that do know they hate the taste, but there's people actually saying, because there's less sulfur used, it's not as good. There's people that think it tastes right. better, that sulfur, you know, because it gives it another bit of complexity. So Right. That's a bit like the people that say there's no cocaine in Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like doing the Pepsi test. There used to be people that asked you, can you taste the difference between Pepsi and Coke? Well, everybody can. And the reason is, Pepsi know how you make Coke exactly the same as Coke do. It's just they don't want something to taste the same. Why would they make a product that's exactly the same as something else? It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but one of the things is I've talked about this before you have a distiller and a blender usually now it's up to the blender to to take these notes to, to figure out right he knows us out of a cask and goes something not right with that that's not that's not what we need there's there's notes there that aren't now they're probably this doesn't happen that often but it will because each stave of each cask is a little bit different. So there's always going to be occasionally that just doesn't work or that's not right or that's something not right to that. You know, and if they pick up on these, that's probably it. Probably gone, you know. Okay, Maury. Uh, let's see. Uh, what brands are we going to mention tonight? Because I'm getting worried here because, you know, it's a bit like some people like Coke. Some people like uh Pepsi. Some people like neither. Some people only like Dr. Peppers. Uh, you know what? You know you can't please all the people all the time. You can't. And we'll just leave the brands for a bit, yeah, because of some more stuff we say. And well, if I bring up some of them, well, I don't want to dig in. You know, another way. If you can play with the fists, if you can't build a drunk pensioner off a still with a Judas punch, it doesn't say a huge amount about you. Well, this is Michael Matthews agreeing with me. There's nothing as queer as fuck. You can't please all of the people all of the time. You're absolutely cor correct. Uh, ain't that the truth, says Mark. Uh, Trevor Watson is asking, uh, can whiskey be stored in anything but oak cask? Well, um, in Scotland, it has to be oak casks for, for obviously the minimum three years. In Ireland, it's slightly different. They can be stored in wooden casks. Now, it has to be, by law, they have to be aged in, in wood. So no matter whether it's oak or French chestnut, with a couple of balls in there, 
that have been aged in French chestnut. Um, it's always going to be wood. Um, there's a new thing. Uh, some university over in, in uh, America has come up with where they can artificially age whiskey, they, they claim. But that technically wouldn't be whiskey. By law, you can call that whiskey. So if you're adding in chemicals or additives or whatever way they're doing it, and I remember reading it briefly and thinking, I'm not interested. It's probably, it's probably going to be quite good, but I, I, I like the craft of the whole thing, so I'll stick with that. Um so it has to be aged in wood. It has to be aged in, in primarily in oak. It's always going to be aged in oak because the bourbon barrels are so much cheaper. If you start buying and aging everything just in French oak or in French chestnut, sorry, you're going to start spending an awful lot of money, an awful lot of money. So primarily it's going to be oak casks. Um, I'll, I'll mention the first brand here, okay? I'll mention the first one. Okay. You have a picture of a bottle of old cumber. Can right. I show this? Yep, show it. I want to accommodate myself with a little drinky. Okay, so we're getting people agreeing with you here tonight already. There is old cumber, right? right? Old oh. cumber is cumbersome, is it? Sorry? It's cumbersome. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened is... Old Cumber, Cumber Distillery shut down in the 1950s. Now, this is not bad whiskey. I'm just having this because it's, it's a good one that I have at hand. This is Tullamore Dew red wine finished. It's really nice. Anyway. And it, it is good, even though it's finished in red wine barrels, yes. Uh, unlike uh, un, unlike uh, March one, which was uh, finished in uh, uh, red wine barrels, the Dutch one, the Frisk Kinder, and he didn't like This is Tullamore Dew that you do like. Now, I like I like those wee swigging things. Those wee swigging things are very very stylistic, and you know the, there's heritage in them too, Marty. Oh yes. Well, put it like this: I had I to get this whiskey, I had to go into a wee quiet room with a, a very lovely young, charming young lady, which which is always a nice thing to do, you know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, this is the, you want to see the comments tonight, now. Old, old cumber, right, is getting called sheep dip. Yes. Cumber whiskey was very good, right, back in the day. But it was a light pot still whiskey, um, which triple distilled, and it was quite light and took on flavours quite well. The problem was with this, they put it into a cask, and it sort of went AWOL. The distillery closed. And 30 years later, they found this cask. Okay? And they bottled it. The problem was, it's totally and utterly over-oaked. Lots of people have this idea that a 30-year-old whiskey is better than a 10-year-old whiskey, or a 15-year-old, or a 20-year-old, or a 25-year-old. This is not true. It depends on the style of whiskey. It depends on where it's aged. It depends on what cask it's been aged in, etc., etc., etc. You very rarely, for various reasons, find Irish whiskies that are of any age because there's just not that many of them. But when they're triple distilled, they're very light. It doesn't take a huge amount for them to take too much out of the oak and become slightly tainted. 
This stuff has a, a, what you call a very astringent taste. Now, you know that astringency, it's quite bitter. Um, you know, whenever you were a kid, you used to chew on a stick and you get that sort of bitter... Or, or, a, P, or a P9 battery. <laughs> you may have chewed on batteries. I never... <laughs> do not eat batteries, children. Do not eat batteries at all. All right. Or, or detergent pods. The fact that you had to tell adults a few years ago not to eat detergent pods says a lot about today's society, I think. Anyway. Uh, 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 <laughs> the problem this was, it sat for far too long in a cask. People bought it because it was the last trace of this old distillery and, and they wanted it. Um, it's horrible. It's, it's just putrid. And it's not the fault of the whiskey. It's the fact that it's just totally and utterly over-oaked. Now, this sells on auction sites for £400, £500 a bottle. Uh, and people are just buying it just to have it and say they have it. It's horrendous. And it's not the whiskey's fault. It's just it's just that's that's what happened, you know? Uh, unlike, <laughs> unlike Waterford. When <laughs> 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 you have a whiskey in a, in a bottle, it does take a fair bit of battering to, to affect the taste of it in the bottle up to a point. Don't store it in direct sunlight for two reasons. If you're storing it for a long time, it's probably quite collectible. And if you store it in direct sunlight, you'll spoil the label. People don't want spoiled labels. They want them pressed in. Okay. That's that. So obviously, if your label's fading, she's getting sunlight, the whiskey's getting you know, UVA and UVB raised through it. The thing is, it's only one type of UV that goes through, okay? There's only one type of UV that goes through. It takes a long time for that to really affect whiskey. But if you're collecting it and have it on display, it's probably not ideal to have it in direct sunlight because it'll start to affect the chemicals inside the inside the bottle. It'll probably take quite a long time, but it does. So don't store them in direct sunlight. Also, when you have them... Um, you get what's called the old bottle effect sometimes. And what can happen is, and this is not particularly well understood, and we'll cover this better when we do the, 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 the final one of the elements to it on air. Oxygen has an effect on basically any, any organic substance. Oxygen's fairly corrosive. So if you have a tiny little leak in your cork, Lots and lots and lots of your alcohol can fly out and lots and lots of oxygen will come in to replace it. And at some point, that will spoil the whiskey. Okay? Now, there's lots of controversy about this. Casts are porous. They're sitting there for a long time. They're sitting with oxygen in them, etc., etc. But I will tell you to do one experiment. And we'll talk a lot more about this when we do the oxygen one. Pour out a glass of whiskey. Set it down for three hours. Okay? Then pour another of the same and compare the two of them. And you'll, you'll get a distinct, markedly different taste. Sometimes it may improve it. Some, most of the time it won't. If it's sitting for about 10, 15, 20 minutes, that's probably okay. Opens it up a little bit. If it's sitting too long, it does have an effect. And why I don't know. Similarly, if you have a bottle and you've got about a quarter of a bottle left in the in the bottom of a, a ten glass bottle, it's probably time just to kill the bottle. You know, have a friend over and kill the bottle and get rid of it because it does taste markedly different. 
Well, you also said you could make your memory bottle as well if you had a bit left. That's exactly what you could do. Your infinity bottle. You can have an infinity bottle if it's a bottle that you really like, really, you have really good uh, memories of. I have a bottle of Redbreast 21 sitting there that I have a fantastic memory of having shared it with a really special person. I never, I never let that disappear. I already have the infinity bottle and I'll keep it forever. Yeah. Here, listen, I better do some of these questions tonight because they're really, really good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know whether you can read them or not tonight, uh, but it says there, um, so in Northern Ireland, uh, whiskey will never go off because we don't get enough sunlight. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trevor, that's so true. It will. Uh, well, I don't think it'll ever go off because it never sits long enough. No, it might get rain damage. I <laughs> know. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's true. It's been a pretty uh, well. We had one sunny month before the summer, and that was it. Uh, let me see another one that people are saying uh, uh, failed the impress was Pogues. Now I think we've mentioned that another week. Did we mention that another week? The Pogues. Yeah, we'll get to these in a little minute because oh. I don't want someone bursting through my front door and hitting me a chop. You know. We're halfway through the show tonight already. Remember, if you want to comment, like, and share, go to the main Facebook page or find us in Ari's Whiskey Review. A few people have added us on, on YouTube. Subscribing on YouTube doesn't cost any money. People seem to think it costs money. It doesn't. You have, you'll log in to, to YouTube with your Google account, and you just hit subscribe, and that's it. Uh, and then we can steal your bank details. No, we can't. <laughs> uh, Remember, the 100th subscriber. I'll, I'll, I'll be uh, it's yeah. gonna let's get something special for the thousand subscriber. It'll be something really good for the 10,000 subscriber. I'll buy them something really nice for the million subscriber. They can move in with me. How's that? <laughs> all right, all, 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 all right. I, I think there's some people on the list already. Like, now, let me see. Uh, do you like Tullamore Jew? Has been a question that's been put poised. Mm. <laughs> I like this Tullamore Jew, but. I think, Mark, tell me this. Have you been looking under my table? My wee, my wee magic table. It's, <laughs> it's like, you know, um, Tommy Cooper's coat, where he used to pull the light off. Right. I know you're all fishing to find out which brands I hate. Okay. Now. This isn't about brands we hate. This is, it's about whiskey that Marty thinks is bad. No, it's not that I hate the brand. Okay. It's not that I hate the brand, but remember what I said about a good whiskey. Good whiskey should first and foremost be drinkable. That's really the main thing. But it should have a nice story to it, or it should have uh, nice characteristics to it. Maybe have something special, etc., etc. That kind of thing. You know, a nice something you can buy into and think that's really that's really good, etc., etc., etc. Okay. Now, I'm going to bring out one bottle, and then I'll tell you why I hate it. Actually, I'm going to have to nip over and get another bottle. Bear with me. I forgot I left, I forgot I left one of these. My sincerest apologies. I, I have returned. Now, I like this. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'm a fan of the Pogues. 
I think Shane McGowan is a genius. I think his, his songwriting is fabulous. The whiskey's not great, but it's not that bad. It's okay. Um, it's cheap. And that's, that's, it's one redeeming feature. I got the special anniversary bowl. I have it here. Um, it looks okay. It looks nice. Correct? Lovely. Looks very, very, very well presented. Very well presented. Even got his teeth done. Well, that's, nice. a different, that's a different pug. See, this is quite nice. Let's check out his big brother. Now, this is a single malt. It's one of the very few times in my life that the blend far outstrips the single malt. And look at it. It looks like a prostitute's lipstick. Look, this is horrendous. Who thought that was nice? It's horrible. It tastes foul. It's just, it's... Uh, but maybe it was maybe that was a marketeer's Christmas special edition, Marty, you know, because the bottle's red, it stands out. It, oh, it stands out all right. <laughs> it, it, it stands out. It stands out like a dog's lipstick, you know, sitting in the back, sitting in the back of the sofa. You know what I mean? This is horrible. Um, it says on the back of it, it gives a nutty aromas of chocolate-covered peanuts and toasted seeds. No, it doesn't. I'm afraid. And then it goes on to say it's highly versatile and either for sipping or mixing in cocktails. No, it's not. It's not very good at all. And I hate the look of it. You don't like you don't like cocktails, Marty. No. I can drink a cocktail, Justin. I'm I, I'm not adverse to cocktails on, on the whole. But why lots of people don't particularly like this, and I and I can totally get why. But this is only like £22 a bottle. And it's nice, and it, you know, it's got, this here has got the nice artwork on it, and the nice black bottle on it. You know, but when you bring this, and it's it's more expensive, it looks horrible, and it tastes not nowhere near as nice as that. It's it's just a bad whiskey, okay, very very poor, and it doesn't do for a band I absolutely adore. Rum for me and the Lash is one of the best albums I've ever made. This does not do Shane McGowan justice, even with his new fixed teeth. This does not do justice. Uh, I tell you, I tell you. Listen, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to say hello. We've only 20 minutes left. We're two-thirds through, th way through the show tonight as well. I mean, I didn't think there was that much bad whiskey out there at all, Murray. Uh, so we've got to say good evening to some people. Uh, Georgie Burke saying hello, boys, from Prince Edward Island, Canada, once again. Uh, you, were, you were a question on the, qu on the quiz on, on the chase during the week, uh, isn't it? Uh, it's, is it Baffin? Baffin Island is the sixth largest island in the world, something like that, was it? Am I right, Marty, or am I wrong? What's that game, Justin? You sort of broke up a little bit there, my friend. Canada, Baffin Islands, the sixth largest island in the world. I think that was, I don't know even, there's not more than that. There's not like fourth largest. Can't remember, but it was something. I, ha I haven't been to Canada, uh, but uh, my sister's been three times with me. It's been once time. My other mate lived there for a year. Uh, he thought you were all like the people in South Park. Well, so, I have family living in Canada. Then I family lives everywhere. Family lives in the world. Yeah, I, I have family that lives every everywhere too, unfortunately. Uh, so let me see. Uh, some really good questions come in tonight. Uh, uh, Michael Matthews, 
I, I'm thinking is Michael, Michael Matthews isn't a dentist. One of our avid viewers is a dentist, but it was designed and produced by Shane's ex dentist. <laughs> Sorry, you're, you 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 are comedians tonight, and you are comedians. Uh, listen, Hugh Shuggy Thompson, Hugh Shuggy Thompson. I think you might be a new viewer, Hugh Shuggy Thompson. So if you go to our YouTube page, find it, Irish Whiskey Review. Be the hundredth person. Marty might send you a miniature. Well, he will send you a miniature because somebody will get it, and we'll get a picture of you with the one. You know, just in case the Facebook and YouTube gods decide to take action. But everybody knows you do get your miniature unless the postman allegedly nicks it. Okay. Now, uh, Ian, Justin, it's like people are reading my mind because do you not have a picture there? Yes, well, this is a scary thing. I actually do have a picture of this, and there it is. There is that the Glenn Levitt from Glenn Fiddick, is it? Yeah, no, the Glenn Levitt. This is this is this is the, the, a slightly different one. Sorry, the Glenn Levitt Founders Reserve is just bad, and it's a, the problem is it's available in all the supermarkets, it's really quite cheap. Glenlivet have wonderful, wonderful whiskies. They're age statement ones. They're ones that are a little bit older and so on and so forth. Super. So I, I don't know why they bring out something that bad. It's really not pleasant at all. And yet they have all this fantastic whiskey stock. And it just, it just, it baffles me. You know, there's kind of demeaning the brand a little bit. And I know it's cheap. Um, you know, what? It's just, it's not it's not good. And it doesn't do the brand justice. You know. <laughs> sorry, Marty. Uh, sorry, some people are catching on about the South Park joke. And Jordy Burke is saying, my doctor is from Ireland, Ambrose Kennedy, and he's calling his doctor a crazy Irishman. And he and he thinks he, he, he thinks we're crazy because of cities like South Park. Sorry about that. Couldn't resist that. Julie Mason, Julie Mason must be a South Park fan. She's laughing away there as well tonight. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Dean Martin's asking Julie, what time is it in the US of A? It's actually five hours behind us, is it? Yeah, it's uh, five hours behind us to begin with and, mm. and, and increasing. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's seven. Seven, seven hours, maybe maybe this time of year. Uh, so there yeah. you go. Uh, now, right. listen. Oh. There's another picture there. From our local distillery, and I hate having this. Yeah, Marty, Marty, now they, you know they they aren't even Albanian, but they live close enough to come around your house. Yes, they are. But I'm, I'll be ready for them. I, I, I'm I'm ready, Justin. Okay, there we go. Right. I know lots of people who think this is okay. It's perfectly drinkable, and so on and so forth. I would beg to differ. I think it's not great at all. But the problem with this is if you go to Bushmills and we go to Bushmills quite a lot Justin with tours we go down that way whenever we're doing tours we head down into it when this was launched there was plenty of people very quick to tell you that Red Bush is 30% Bushmills single malt and 70% Jameson grain whiskey 
So technically, it's not even really a Bushmills. You know? Now, it was brought out to appeal to the younger audience. Because I'm not really 100% sure why. This is slightly more expensive than Blackbush. Blackbush is amazing. It's fantastic. Yes. It, 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 it but but, but Bush works fine with a, a, a Coke. It does. It works fine with a Coke. It does. But these days, there are lots of Irish distillers bringing out, or Irish producers is a way of putting it. It's a better way of putting it, sorry. Guys who are waiting on their distilleries coming are buying single malt from Bushmills. Everybody in the trade knows, everybody knows that Bushmills has the best whiskey stock in Ireland, the most flavourful whiskey stock in Ireland. They have fabulous stuff in cask. But they're bringing out this, and I really don't know why. It, to me, doesn't really do the brand justice. There's people bringing out single casks and cask strength tests and so on and so forth. Uh, you have all of these different products coming out and I just don't see the point of this I don't like it I think it's not very good there's no when they, when you go to the distillery and they tell you it's not even really Bush Mills as such it's kind of you see people going why, why have you why have you your label on it and 70% of it's from Jameson they don't tell everybody that Jameson has Bushmills single malt in it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it just, to me, kind of misses, kind of misses what the industry's trying to do. And Bushmills have, uh, they're, they're, they're fabulous stuff, and they seem to be selling it on to some other people. And I, I want Bushmills to be really, really good. I want Bushmills to be flying, and I just don't think that's doing, doing. Well, it is flying, isn't it? Brazil, Russia, India, and China are drinking this whiskey like it's going out of fashion, and they're having to expand all the time there, surely. Well, they're, they're trying, they're, they brought out the steamship range as well, and that didn't really take off that well. The Acacia Wood one, I really like because it's something sort of totally different. But I, I, I thought that was down to the availability of, of the barrels, the flavours, because they didn't have enough barrels of the proper barrels, so they had to go down the flavour route. Is, is that right? Is that is that true? No, they, they have loads of good barrels down there, Justin. The 16-year-old, the 16-year-old a couple of years ago sold out. You couldn't even buy it at the distillery. It's fabulous, fabulous stuff. The 21 is amazing, but it's it's a little bit stayed and a little bit, a little bit boring for me at, at the price point. Blackbush is amazing. The 10-year-old, maybe a little bit overpriced, but it, it's fabulous too. It's really good. And they have so much good stock there. And it's just not... I want them to bring out single casks. I want to bring them out cask strengths and so on and so forth. The Distillery Reserve, 12-year-old. Again, superb. But, and now we'll move on to the bit that I think a few people have anticipated and are probably waiting on. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. Yes. Mr. Conor McGregor's proper 12 whiskey. Now, now, Marty, can I can I hide myself so as he doesn't see my picture on screen in case he's watching this? <laughs> yes, you, you absolve yourself. If he comes round to give us a kick and I'll take it. I'll, 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 I'll man up. 
Be all right. <laughs> all right. I just I just tipped out there. I tipped out there. I tipped yes. out. There. Now listen, we've got about ten minutes left here tonight because it takes a while for some of these to filter through. Uh, so Michael Matthews is disagreeing with you. He's he's really saying he really liked the steamship rum cask. Okay. Uh, yeah. I said what I said. There was four expressions of the rum or of the the steamship. There was a couple of them quite good, but they, but it didn't really hit the mark. It didn't it missed the mark. There was loads of people didn't particularly like it. The sherry cast, poor cast, not bad. The deep char one didn't like it. So it kind of missed the mark. And they've got all of this mar marvelous stuff. Now it's just not coming out, and I really wish it would. Now we've we've been asked a question about Kilbegan by Jordy uh, Burke in Canada. Kilbegan single pot distillers. Any thoughts? I have I have about three bottles of Kilbegan here. Um, the pot still and the rye were, just came out last year. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, not mine, not blow your socks off stuff, but it's it's good. It's I mean pretty much all. Um, some of it made at Kilbegan now, but lots of it still comes from Cooley. Um, yeah, it's okay. It wouldn't blow your socks off, but if you go down and go to the distillery. I would recommend that. It's absolutely stunning. It's beautiful. It's a good tour. It's a good tour. Thank you very much for that. Uh, comments are coming thick and fast tonight. I knew they would. Uh, make sure you go on, comment, like, and share on Facebook, and subscribe on Irish Whiskey Review channel on YouTube. Now, let me see. Uh, let me see uh, some of these questions. There was another question come in tonight. Uh, Dean Martin. Uh, Seen an advert tonight on TV for Jameson's with coffee cask. Have you tried it? I find Jameson's cask not worth the money. But it doesn't uh, necessarily mean it's a bad whiskey. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad whiskey. Um, I haven't tried the coffee one. I've tried a few of the cask mates ones. And the stout one I really like. And a few, there's a beer one. Uh, what's the beer one? I tried it. I wasn't overly keen on that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I pro, I, I'm not a big... If, if they bring out a tea cask one, that's where it's at. <laughs> oh, I, I, I like iced tea. I like iced tea. I must admit. So here's another one. Uh, I, I, I I thought all Peter whiskey was bad, but we changed Trevor Watson's mind last week with the dark silky. Good yeah. man. That's see. This is a you know. That's why I, I won't say that a peanut whiskey is bad because it's not. I mean, just because I don't like something doesn't mean necessarily mean it's bad. But there, I have reasons pretty much why I, I, I pretty much don't like certain ones. I think that's horrid. I think it's just horrid and doesn't taste very good. Um, the Glen, you know, the Glen Levitt one, Glen Levitt, a fantastic stock. They bring out something that's cheap, the, the Red Bush. I don't see why why that was brought out other than for to, to, to sell to people in discos that are banging their heads about, you know. I just, I don't get it. And also, uh, Napo Cask is doing what Bush Mills should be doing, in my honest opinion. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's there's a few other people that have bought stock from Bush Mills that are bringing out super stuff, really, really nice, tasty, tasty whiskies. And Bush Mills have it, and I don't know why they're not bringing it out themselves. Bring out, I mean, the other day, Justin was telling you. Um, Another whiskey came on the market, sold out like that. You know, single cask stuff, boom, straight out the door, eighty pounds a bottle sold. Bush Mills could do this, but they don't seem to want. They just don't seem to be. They just don't seem to be getting that. And I'd, I'd love them to be doing it because they're my local distillery. You know, they're the, the ones I really want to like and support and collect. And but they're just not doing it. You know. 
Okay, uh, where have we got to go now? We've got about uh, under 10 minutes left tonight. Uh, we'll do a slight tasting of Conor McGregor's and I'll explain why I don't like so much, right? One. Well, there you go. It's it's really, really not good. It's It's got very little taste. And I know it's selling well, and the best thing to do, if people are drinking it and whatever, but this is being sold to kids who are sticking half a ton of coke in a measure of it. It's, well, well, it's, it's not being sold to kids, it's been sold to people over, over the age of drink, drink 18 and 21 in places, but... Uh, uh, Stand correct, it's being sold to, to, to young people who are buying into the whole thing, and this is the problem. He wanted to label this notorious after his his nickname. The, the notorious B.I.G. No, no. Notorious, notorious, because he's Connor the notorious McGregor, and he, he wanted to name it. But the trademark had already been taken, so he named it Proper Twelve. Now, if you're putting an age, if you're putting a number, and okay, he spells it out twelve. It's not one two. If I put that on a whiskey, you automatically think if there's a number there that it's an aged whiskey. I'll let you know now, this comes from Bushmills. The malt content certainly comes from Bushmills. This is three years old. And I would say, when this didn't get a chance to blow out his third birthday candle before it was whipped out and fired into a ball. Okay? It's, it doesn't taste good. Proper 12, the reason he came up with this was, the 12 is the postal district which he lives in in Dublin, Crumlin. Now, if you're in Champagne, uh, you know, and you're drinking champagne in France, or if you're in Bordeaux and sipping a lovely red wine. And don't, 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 don't you be calling a postcode, Marty, because the, the BBC did the flag during the week and that annoyed people. <laughs> so it's not a postcode, it's an air code. Air code, I do apologise. an air code, not a postcode. At these yeah. days, John, if you say anything wrong, I, I purge myself, I purge myself. It's got kind of everything that I think is wrong with stuff. It kind of bluffs the the, the, the 12 is through in there. As a, well, some people, they'll think it's 12 years old and it's not. The, the idea that it comes from <laughs> that comes from Crumlin and <laughs> around Dublin is really um, is really not good. Uh, now, you know, on the nose, it's, 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 it's there's a, a slight lemony thing. There's a bit of vanilla from the bourbon cask and stuff. We'll put a little drop of water in this to try and help it, okay? So we'll just put a little drop of water in it and see if that helps it any. Okay. Marty, now you're taking the proverbial now, Marty. That's the proverbial you're taking. I could do with a little more water. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Marty, oh, here, here, listen, I here, I can hear, I can hear a big Range Rover coming up the vanel now. I tell you, look <laughs> <laughs> like us. I'll be ready for him, Justin. I'll be ready. <laughs> here, uh, here, let the dog near him. Let the dog near him. Uh, oh boy, what a night this bit. What a night this has been tonight. Uh, will you read some of the messages? I put them on screen. You missed it. You missed it. Uh, uh, Dean Martin's got uh, the monkey with his hands over his eyes. There you go. Uh, very good. Listen, 
thank you very much uh, for watching tonight. And uh, in the last five minutes, if you've got anything you'd like to add, do get in touch. Uh, do pop those comments through. Like, comment, and share. Tell your friends. And remember to go on YouTube and uh, basically uh, hit subscribe. It's it's dead easy to do. It's dead easy to do. Marty, what else have we got to do tonight? Well, I'm afraid bad whiskey. There is bad whiskey. So I'll give you an example. Wild Perky over in uh, the US ditched dozens of barrels uh, a few years back because they said they were totally unusable. They, 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 they done, I can't remember exactly what they did, but they put them into these barrels, they tried a different thing with them and just said they were unusable and scrapped them. Now, they must have been really bad because you're talking thousands of pounds worth of stuff being thrown away. So, Could they not give it to Kim Kardashian or something like that? <laughs> I'm not 100% sure why you would say Kim Kardashian. Justin. She could bring out a product line like that, you know, and it would be, wouldn't be up to the mark. Well, all I know is they said that it was unusable and scrapped. So, you know, you, you can't have bad whiskey. And you, people will universally agree that it's bad because it's badly made. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is not enough water for this. It's, uh, I, I, if people enjoy it, that's entirely up to themselves. It's not a story you, you, I can buy into. It's it's it, it was rushed out when the bottles first came out. The labels were horrible. Um, it's 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 just for commercial purposes. I'm totally honest. Uh, it, it just everything about it is sort of false or saccharine or you know just not good, not good at all. Okay, uh, last of the few mentions coming in tonight. Thank you. Uh, another brilliant, interesting, enjoyable show tonight. Marty, you have such a knowledgeable uh, information. Uh, till next week. Till till next time. What are we doing next week? Do you know yet? No? I think what I'll do is I'll do the, 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 the final one of the Element series. We've done fire, we've done water, we've done earth. So the next one we'll have to do is air, and that'll be the Elements series, you know? And that'll be that one. Okay, yeah, and uh, we haven't repeated anything yet. I don't even know how many weeks we're up to yet. We're we're, we're must be heading on for fifteen weeks. Well, I guess if anybody has anything they want me to talk about or, or or look up for them or whatever, let me know. You know, um, if you want me to find out stuff, and I, we'll be doing a few more whiskey tastings. I have a few um other distilleries and and bonders and stuff that we're talking to, so we'll get uh we'll get a few more tastings. And we'll, we'll have another few live tastings coming up in the not too distant future. So, uh, you know. I know. Uh, uh, we're going to leave uh, to Frank Heron to close the show. He says, Coke and whiskey. Why? I know I'm a Philistine. I like I like mixers. I like cocktails. Uh, yeah. Marty, Marty. Uh, all, I would, all I would say is, with this, you would really put cough syrup on it. <laughs> you know, it's really, really bad. Really bad. You know. Okay. Uh, thanks a lot. You've been watching uh, Marty McCauley and Justin McCartney. We've been talking bad whiskey. Remember, these are only our personal opinions. It doesn't really mean the whiskey is bad. Uh, some people like it. Some people won't. And, well, you can do what I do. I spoil all the whiskeys by putting a Coke in it. So uh, there you go. I don't put Pepsi in it because Pepsi doesn't work as a mixer, in my opinion. But there you go. Uh, let me see Paul O'Brien saying it's a good show. And... Uh, well, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much. Say bye-bye, Marty.
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bottoms up. Good night, everybody. Thanks for watching.